Hey everyone, it's Colin Bossler, the Metal Lord from Middle Age Metalheads, and my pick of the best of 2022 was our revisit to the Potluck episode, Potluck number two. Uh, I love when we bring these little gifts, I will call them for each other, because <laughs> when you see, it's starting already because I'm telling you, <laughs> the best thing about this is how disappointed people are when you bring the less than tasty dishes to the to the potluck dinner. And uh, I just think it's fun to listen yeah, back to dig what into Colin's brought. warm bowl of chipped beef. <laughs> <laughs> And, you have quite a memory there, John. And no, no, and it was it was it was a good sequence theme. Colin had like some thought put into that too. Thank like you. let's let's drink, oh, that's true. Trying, let's get drunk, and then the like let's get grief. angry. The station's the intro the show, in terms of and a then bottle. Hug it out, bros. That's yeah, right. See, so I enjoy really the potluck that episode. That's right. That was that was a good one. Hi, this is Joe McGinnis from Classic 78 in Quarantine, and you're listening to the Middle-Aged Metalhead Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Middle-Aged Metalheads. Tonight, Colin Bossler, Michael Stamps, David Timothy, and myself, John Harden, are bringing you a 4th of July potluck. Each of us have brought some tunes to the table tonight. (laughs) We did another one of these last year, and it it turned out real nice for the folks. Real nice. We figured we'd do a holiday episode for you. But first, the Week in Metal. the week in metal this week you know it's like uh, i'm first up in the dock oh yeah you're, you're definitely on the dock why don't you go you know just so everyone can have a drink yeah right to start the evening my week in metal is the the kiss world museum opened <laughs> up in las drink. vegas everybody drink <laughs> waiting all day yeah uh i'm kind of psyched to see this uh you know if you've ever seen uh the the what is it called? Simmons Family Jewels? Gene, whatever the TV show Gene was, you know, his yeah, reality show. Yeah. If you ever saw Gene's office in the house there, Gene pretty much has one of everything that's ever been made in terms of Kiss memorabilia. Really? So at home, he had this sort of Kiss museum just at his house. And they're, they're selling that house, or they sold it. And he's now since moved to Vegas. And 
they they had a Kiss mini golf that used to be across the street from the Hard Rock. Now it's moved. Uh, I believe it says G moved into. I'm not. I'm not sure which casino is that. Do you guys know? I was, I, was uh, just I think there. it's at the Rio. Yeah, I just saw it okay. two years ago when we yeah. went to the Star Trek convention. Right. Oh, so right. so now it's That's at the I Rio. I vaguely remember that. And and he has moved his collection. They made a museum hmm? called really? Kiss World. That's connected to the mini golf place and it's just filled to the brim with with kiss memorabilia anything when i'm his age i'm gonna do that with everything i am i you know what it's it's pretty (laughs) awesome (laughs) like it really is uh i'm looking forward to checking it out so uh you know it's uh it's probably a pretty quick breeze through but uh you know they've got some of their stage costumes from the 70s in there they have instruments they have all the memorabilia they have one of the coffins you name it so there you go his wife put his wife in there please visit kiss world yeah when i was there last it they had a kiss museum but it wasn't like the picture you showed there was no three tractor trailers full of extra stuff in there but it was still pretty cool it was a nice yeah. like you said john it was a, it was a breeze through you didn't have to necessarily get too deep but it was it was fun it was a nice place a place to visit and again the mini golf was over to the side there so it was a pretty cool little place to be yeah we went to the to the original mini golf i got married at the hard rock and right before the wedding like while my wife was getting ready and getting her makeup done and things like that me and my band of idiots ran over <laughs> to the kiss mini golf and uh and we we played around uh before the wedding and uh got to listen to some kiss and uh, i actually wrote the the cliff's notes for my vows on the back of a kiss mini golf card oh so uh yeah it was uh it was fairly empty when we were there but they had a dj booth and you could ask them to play whatever you want and i exclusively asked them to play songs from the elder while we were playing <laughs> i bet All they right. love that yeah, well, I, you know, how many times have they heard Detroit Rock City? They probably did like. Can you play? You can imagine that, like, like some dude comes in and he's like, "Could you guys play?" You know, you know, Detroit Rock City. Like, yeah, again, like, do you guys have rock and roll all night? Like, yes, we have it. I like that. Um, David, what's your week in metal? You know, did you guys hear about this? I'm, I'm suddenly. I don't know if it's in my algorithm or what. I'm like bombarded with this big uh, crew poison Joan Jet tour yeah. everywhere I go. Like <laughs> I can't turn on a device without being like Def Leppard does this, Poison does that, Motley Crue. You know, it's like I, every, I, I hear a medical update on Tommy Lee every day. Yeah, somehow, he's, ba- he's right? back this week. He's he back, came back, right? To the tour. Now, you know, it's like back. first they're like he played a song and then he broke his ribs. And I'm like, well, he didn't break his ribs playing a song. He's not like geriatric yeah <laughs> and then you know and then the next day it's like this is how he broke his ribs and this is how he's feeling like oh my, oh my gosh i don't care like, i don't yeah. tell my wife this much about my health i mean my um, guess, i don't you know the ticket sales have not been soft for the stadium tour but they're also running around probably 85 percent of these yeah, stadiums but you, but you know what man it's like you can you imagine if you're selling these stadiums you can clearly like if you're not selling out you can back those yeah. side 
those sidebars yeah, I, I just in a think little bit. in terms of your algorithms being smashed i think the pr machine's in full force oh yeah you know but what i'll I mean? tell you what man every you've got video, four or five acts all with their separate pr every all out there video that's out. coming out of those sounds freaking great it's pretty like, good even I'm, they, I'm, I'm sure they've got a backup for Vince Neil, who's who's blended like eighty percent or seventy five percent or something, covering the lyrics and the melodies and stuff. But you know what, man? Everybody, especially Poison. Yeah. Like I, you and I were talking about this. I said, "Who's that on guitar?" I thought it was Richie Cotts in a red beach or somebody, because CeCe's got goofy hair now and a big hat. And you're telling me that CeCe, he sounds freaking great. Yeah, he went to and rehab. I, you know, I it's know. A, it's a clean CeCe. So yeah. it's like I, you know, like, I think like that a time has machine. something to do. He, he sounds awesome. They all the videos sound that I've seen they really sound good. Really and good. even and even Def Leppard when they they did like a broadcast performance a couple of months back, and we were talking about how Joe Elliott sounded really over compressed and overproduced. He sounds very good on stage. He sounds very young, and he doesn't sound overproduced coming out of the speakers. Um, but anyway, because I'm bombarded with the news from the big tour. Uh, I get hit with, you know, Brett Michaels hospitalized in Nashville. Like now and and I was reminded of back in like eighty seven, he collapsed on stage. Right? You remember this? Remember hearing this story? His, his, do, di- yeah. his diabetes sometimes gets the best of Yeah, so he never really told anybody, not that we in nineteen eighty seven at fifteen and beyond would completely be able to digest all of this, that he's had diabetes since like six years old or something. Um but, you know, that he collapsed on stage back in 87. So now he's hospitalized in Nashville. And apparently he's already back. I mean, these, these guys, yep. they like, you know, they shove an IV in him. And they give him a bunch of whatevers. And, you know. from, from what it sounds like, and I'm not sure, like, this was supposed to go that way. But, you know, so many of these tours right now are being delayed. Guns N' Roses just did it tonight for illness, quote unquote illness. And they're not saying COVID. And COVID is not covered by insurance. There's no, yeah, because there's no way to prevent COVID 100%. You can stay in your bubble. You can can have your tour bubble. But if someone goes to the restroom in the venue or a caterer or someone at the venue just brings it in there's just no foolproof way of stopping it and if one of these band members gets covid and it waylays the show they can't claim insurance if they say covid and so they're just saying illness but then on on colin's nemesis his show on eddie trunk's show he said the other day that brett indeed came down with covid and that's what that's what got you know the the Nashville show delayed, but like you said, he's already back. Yeah. So these guys uh, you know. have got to start. And I mean, we used to joke about this back in the day when we were young and partying and all that. You know, you'd go out and have like a rough night, and you'd be up in the morning with like some Pedialyte and so, you know, I I, I was a famous wino in my neighborhood. She she'd say, "Honey, there ain't nothing three Advil liquid gels can't fix," and she's exactly right, dude. Um, uh, you know, a bottle of Pedialyte, like, like grape Pedialyte or orange Pedialyte and three Advil liquid gels, dude, and you're going to work, you know, a half hour late, but, but, but not so bad. These guys got to start living like at, like professional athletes. Like, well, you, like these guys need like IV drips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think and, and like you said, you see the videos come out 
now and, and poison sounds really good on this tour. I think Brett more so than maybe anyone else on the tour mm. is still in fighting shape in terms of he looks good the way he looks the way he sounds and the way he performs because even though poison doesn't always go out on the road brett's always out on the road yeah like and his I mean, band tours every year yeah. i mean i'll add mick mars looks as good now as he did 30 years ago <laughs> right that's exactly how he looks <laughs> Uh, Colin, I think you're next on the list there. I am. So in, in an attempt to keep the weekend metal less than an hour, I, I have this. I have a very quick uh, update for my weekend metal. First thing oh, is it wasn't metal, but I went to see Dave Matthews band for the first time. Holy that was my hell. that was my concert for the week. It just ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh you yeah. still I, smell the, the pot like like uh, mist is still dissipating. And that's very much a Grateful Dead crowd, right, Colin? Oh, like yeah. The sort of yeah. The, like the oh, jam yes. crowd. Oh, like. yes. There, there were many, many altered personalities. As <laughs> I I was, I had one beer. I was not altered. There were lots of people doing lots of different things uh, in pill form, liquid form, wow. <laughs> smoke form. Yeah, there's a lot of going Jeez, on. Jeez, pills, uh, man. Oh, but there, what was interesting to me was that the he his band, first of all, musically solid really good guys they're all to me it's more like a jazz kind of feel to it very kind of don't uh, blame us for that <laughs> but uh i liked it i thought it was good um i had a good time enjoyed enjoyed the music it, i was looking at the set list which i don't do too often but i don't know this stuff very well so i figured i'd check it out he does a lot just like the dead he changes it up a lot you don't know it's not like kiss right it's not going to be every drink it's not going to be you know the kiss thing every time it's going to be whatever songs he feels he wants to play so that was kind of neat to see that it wouldn't be something we could expect so anyway went to see him huge crowd huge crowd standing room only on the lawn that takes a lot to make people not be able to sit down on the lawn and then the second thing is robert fripp and his wife uh, his wife tanya god bless us all Yes, for those of is that you that covered know. in your uh, season pass there, Colin. <laughs> no, thank God, I'm not. I'm not going. So, who if the you've... fuck is going to to watch this? I, I can't I, even watch a video live. I, who is paying to see this unfold? <laughs> I I don't know. So, if you're not familiar out there in podcast land, Robert Fripp and his wife his his wife Tanya have put on the Sunday lunch videos. If you have never seen one, my advice is don't. Don't start down that rabbit hole. You are going to be very disappointed. Um, I, I, I appreciate Robert's uh, history as a musician. I'm really drawing a blank on his band. Uh, King Crimson. Thank you, King Crimson. Um, his wife has no talent whatsoever, but they keep putting these out. She said she did it to keep him to keep him busy during the pandemic, and while that's very loving, I don't understand why we all have to suffer. <laughs> and, and now somebody has convinced them they need to go on tour. So my advice would be no, don't, don't go. Well, what are they? Me. What are they going to have to do to, to to jazz? I mean, a lot of people would go. You got to assume Robert Fripp is just playing some of his own music, and that's the draw. Aside from, is it? You know, <laughs> I, I, I guess. No. Well, I mean, if you're if you're into like yeah, Robert Fripp had what the League of Gentlemen or something he called it. Uh, that was like a guitar, a, a gang of guitars playing music, like uh, not avant music, but like kind of progressive stuff. 
and the King Crimson thing. And there's there's another band like Tony Levin has a band uh, with uh, Adrian Ballou. They do like a King Crimson thing. Um, but you got to imagine that it's going to be billed as like Robert Fripp and the League of Gentlemen, and like that him and his wife would be like the opening act or something. I don't, I don't know that you can stand listening to that much bad music just because there's boobs attached to it. That's why I brought it up in my week in metal because I was like, really? Somebody's this is somebody's yeah. idea. Colin's week in metal is a PSA that's more right. so than news. Like, yes, it yeah, really is. It's a it's warning. Like, that's right. Please don't. Please don't go to this. It's like that, like that BB King one in uh, Amazon Women of the Moon. Right. I'd rather see that. And it, and it, and and the tour is called the Sunday Lunch Tour, David. So it's not his wife. <sighs> it's called Tanya and Robert's. Sunday lunch tour, which happens yeah. in 2023. Oh, it yeah. says, There's it a says, lot of people are going to want their lunch back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to that. Michael. Yeah. So uh, if you hear any sort of that, that. If you hear any background noise here, it's because the, the, the neighbors here are, are putting on like a full scale fireworks show. That's nice. amazing. Not, not sparklers, not just, you know, the little fountains you get from the grocery store, but like straight up bombs. Great. And, like, and, and full on Roman candles. So if you, you hear in the background, it's not an active shooter at all. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, as we, uh, of course, come together here on the 4th of July uh, to celebrate, uh, you know, the, the birth of America and uh, freedom and all of the sorts of things that people uh, on a day to day Bases maybe cherish a little bit less, except on the day when you can kind of begin to blow up shit in the backyard. Um, just want to point out like a series of stories related to uh, a variety of uh, musicians who are actively protesting uh, the repealing of uh, Roe versus Wade, Wade a couple of weeks ago. So, and again, it just is one of those sorts of things where you kind of expect bands like, say, like Rage Against the Machine. Uh, they're donating half a million dollars to uh, reproductive rights organizations. A uh, little band called Exhumed is reissuing these uh, t-shirts called Abort the Court uh, to support women's reproductive rights. Uh, Coheed Cambria are also donating uh, ticket sales for a show to uh, the Center for Reproductive Rights. Uh, and of course, uh, other bands such as uh, Green Day uh, and even Pink and, and certainly a lot of other uh, female pop artists have, have used their stage literally as a sort of platform to, uh, you know, to uh, you know, broadcast their, their disdain for this Supreme Court decision um, and kind of raise awareness of at least leading into the midterms and also, you know, just making people a little bit more aware of like how certain people's freedoms are very much not being protected um, even today on the, the 4th of July as we celebrate it. So again, it's, uh, it's always interesting when like what it takes for like musicians to actually uh, become part of the, the like a protest movement. You know, we're not living in 1968, that's, that's for sure. Um, and, uh, and again, if, quite, quite predictably, uh, one Uncle Ted Nugent had a lot of shit displaying at folks who were like using the stage to be all political and stuff. So he like he came at Pink and, and Green Day. Um, it was it was particularly kind of like nasty about it. But uh, that's that's kind of what you'd expect. Um, so again, a little little sort of uh, inspiring to kind of see musicians kind of you know put their uh, you know their their beliefs out in front of their uh, their art and kind of you know reach their fans in a different kind of way. 
So, happy birthday, America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now on to the potluck. Quite a week. Colin put the pot in potluck. He did indeed. <laughs> Dave Matthews style. Whoa. So as we said, I think we uh, can just say Dave. <laughs> like our last potluck episode, we each brought three tracks to the table tonight. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's a theme for each one of us. I have a theme. There you go. I have a theme. I have a theme. Michael. I have a theme. We all have themes. We all have themes, man. Happy themes, love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> sometimes people have themes. Sometimes people just go, what do I bring it to the party? Uh, uh, we are going to post this playlist. So uh, you'll be able to hear it in the episode, but we'll also post it that way. If you Michael's themes, who are five separately. people who have never been in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Michael, do you want to count us in this evening? Oh, geez, I don't even have that. All right, right, let's bring it up. So may I tell you my theme since I'm up first while we search for this stuff? Absolutely. So so don't tell us the songs. I'm not. Some people do that. Right, but I'm not some people. My theme was the the drinking songs. I wanted to bring the beverages to the party. So when we get to it, my first song is it's got to be later in the party this is not right out of the gate this is not a you know five o'clock this is like 10 11 o'clock then then the second song is like that midnight you know shit's really coming unglued everybody's having a great time and then then my last one is like the 2 a.m crying song so that's my you know that's that's my that's my mindset early party getting started shit going wrong in the party and then everybody's making up you know hugging each other and and, you know saying they love you and crying story (laughs) in three acts hey man your wife took an uber (laughs) right right Exactly. <laughs> All right. Everyone on the same page playlist? I, I think so, yeah. Yes. So okay. uh, I'm going to count uh, up to three and on three. On three. Play. Right on. Yep. So here we go. And people can play this at home, too. Uh, so here we go. One, two, three. All right. Who's first? Colin. Uh-huh. Okay. Colin, tell us about your your first appetizer here. So as I was saying, this is this has to be about ten o'clock. It's around the fire. Oh, you know, you're not kidding. There. Yeah, this is this is called moonshine, and it's by a band called Texas Hippie Coalition. Yeah, exactly. There you go, David. Hey, this is this is when the moon. This is when the jug comes out. Somebody's the handing jug. that mason jar around the fire. I've seen these guys live, I, and I like them a lot. Now I will tell you that. Lyrically, it's not always, you know, it's not always highbrow stuff. It's actually pretty simple stuff. But I I, I love the Texas drawl. I love the heavy guitars. I love the slight country tinge. It's a it's a. Is this the band band you told us about? There's like two guys and two girls, and they're like, no, no, that's that's kind of grungy. That's national pushy. National. Oh, got it. Yep. Yeah, but I'll tell you what; these guys, same tour. We okay. can put them. Oh, can, yeah. can put them on the same exact bus. All right. If you woke up sitting around Colin's campfire and one of them was sitting next to you, that's same. You wouldn't but, know. Same band. It has a little sort of black label society kind of feel to it. it does um, kind of sound like black label. Even a little, little, uh, little clutchy. Five finger death punchy. Too. What? I just I love the chorus. It's the vocals, right, Mike? Yeah, it's the vocals. You know yeah. who they remind me of a little bit in the vocals? A little bit of um, that band that I just saw I that I can't think punch. of. No, 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 no. Um, 
Baroness. Oh, Baroness. That like low, that low harmony sound. Yeah. So just a touch, just here now. So their initials are THC, and uh, yes, they smoke a lot of pot. When I saw them at the, uh, when I saw them at uh, Mayhem Fest. The the guy Big Daddy Rich, that's the lead singer, of lit up a joint in the in the meet and greet line, and I was like, well, that's I guess staying true to your roots. If that's what you're gonna do, while well, we all ask for your autograph and say hello, yeah. staying with Dave Matthews Band. Colin's got a theme this week. <laughs> right. There's a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of continuity here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know no, that's why I was influenced. Maybe it was. No, they're not bad. I'm a little surprised. I'm 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 digging it. But this is definitely like the uh, if this were the movie. This is where like your your vision's a little blurry and like, is that so and so making out with so and so? And then there's where am I? Just the cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. Some slow motion like glass yeah. models going overhead. Right, like on the fade out, like you oh, you wake up, and you're in a you're in like a tent. And you're like where am you're I? in a cargo container. That's right. <laughs> So they're from Denison, Texas, and again, a lot of this stuff is very riff heavy. Just as far as lyrics, some of it's very, very simplistic. But um, to me, they've got a lot of energy. He sings in a shotgun with his, the, the barrels to his mouth. That's of his. He does. Yeah, it's a shotgun. Stand, yeah, <laughs> you, it's, a, it's a long 12 gauge shotgun, and the microphone is right where the barrels are. Yeah, they it's actually hand those out door to door here in Texas. <laughs> If you get a chance, the videos are kind the of The local school makes them for yeah. fundraisers. Yeah. I mean, the simplicity of the lyrics is not that big a deal because I can't understand the thing he's saying. Right. right. But they have a song called Pissed Off and Mad About It, and all he tells you through the whole song is he's pissed off and mad about it. Yeah, um, yeah right. That, I'm like, okay, cool. All right. Uh, yeah. How long have they been together? Uh, that I do not know. It's been a while, though. Um, let's see if I can remember. 2010 the was the for the band, David. <laughs> a little of both. Yeah, so about 12 years. Okay. Yeah. So and who a, did you a, see them with? I was at Mayhem Fest, so they were on one of the multiple stages, you know, out in the parking lot. Nice. Yeah. Coming so. soon to Collins Fantasy Festival, Texas Hippie Coalition. <laughs> right? That's right. Put them in my, my pocket for next year. Get the box of Bartles and James, roll up to the Texas flag. See, this right. is another one of those bands with like 15 former members. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a coalition. coalition. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I hadn't realized it. That makes sense. <laughs> like, Gunner, you're getting called up to the big town. <laughs> you're well, up to the bigs. Now you're back oh, down, kid. Right. So from there, we go into track two. David, is this one of your picks? Oh, it yeah, is. man. This is me. This is my. This is my theme. I'm the pain in the ass at the. Uh, I'm I'm the, you know, the fly in the ointment at your family get together, dude. I'm bringing the spicy stuff. I'm bringing the stuff that people will either taste it and love it, or taste it and hate it. And if they love it, they'll drink and eat too much of it and throw up in your bathroom. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I'll tell you what. This has been. This is a little bit of a response both to what Michael's been talking about and the, and the show that that American politics has been over the last several weeks and months. But also, um, I have to admit, uh, kind of full disclosure, I've been catching up on that on that uh, Steve Jones quasi-bio documentary that's on Hulu right now. 
it's super cool. And if, if nothing pistol, else, yeah? yeah, it's called Pistol. The actors are like a really good fit. Um, the story is cool, but more than anything, it really I think if you're our age, it taps into that that rebellious feeling we had, you know, at that you know that like late seventies, eighties, mid eighties time. Like we all went through like the leather jackets and the denim and the anarchy symbols and all that stuff. We went through those periods listening to the Sex Pistols and I don't think I ever got a picture you know, I'm, I'm sure that the, the little series is super stylized but there's always a little bit of truth in every one of those stories they tell you know, and I don't think I ever got any deeper than the music as far as how messed up the dudes in that band were and how kind of intentionally messed up they were by dudes like Malcolm McLaren and the, the, the star makers around them kind of pushing agendas and manipulating them. And it's I, I think it's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably go back and read that Steve Jones bio um, just to get a little more insight into that and probably pick up that Malcolm McLaren book while I'm at it. And we should say here that uh, David's selection was God Save the Queen by Sex Pistols. Uh, Kind of funny to think that the same queen is like she's still alive. Yeah, right. It really is. There's clips in the in the dock of her, like as a young woman, like doing these, doing the jubilee announcements and things like that. And you're just like, holy hell, man! Like they have like cranked through like other heads of state below her, like over and over and over. Yep. And yet she is still freaking there, doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like America. Doing the hand thing and picking out those hats, that's not nothing. That's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, and I, I'm no, I'm by no means uh, uh, somebody who deeply understands history and politics. So I don't, I don't lay any claim to this other than like I get an understanding of who's who and I'm like, screw you. I, I, it always turns out that politicians and people in leadership suck. Uh, again, you take you happy Fourth of July. Everybody. Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> you tap into a really good period here too, like the, the the Thatcher era sort of punk movement and how those sort of things coalesce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, John, I think this is your selection here. It is. I brought some international flavors to the potluck this evening, rather than everyone having hamburgers and hot dogs again. My first serving is of Swedish meatballs. Off to a good start. What? A band called Wildness from Sweden. Uh, as I have played my cards in the past, I often dig through Sweden's offerings of, uh, of metal these days, just because I like what Sweden has put out in the past 10 or 15 years. I love like, Sweden. Dude, I just like the Sweden. fact that melodic rock and hair metal, if you will, is still alive and well there. And yeah. good bands and good music are coming out of there. And this band Wildness, um, they've been around a while. Like they've been around uh, 10 years, maybe. Uh, they're they're not like a straightforward metal metal band. They're more of a melodic kind of hard rock, like uh, elements of Loverboy, elements of even Journey. Um, oh, they just like sticks. Sorry. A little harder. Yeah, sticks. <laughs> it sounds just like my sticks records oh, from back oh, in the day. Totally. What? And, you know, I, I think these guys, 
you know, they, they grew up and they looked back and, and their influences are the bands that we grew up on. Not unlike the guys we spoke with in Against Evil, who, you know, these guys are 20, sometimes 30 years younger than we are, but their main influences are Judas Priest and Iron Maiden or Def Leppard or, as you said, Styx. Anyway, this is Wildness. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, the lineup, like looking at the musicians in the group, it they all have like hockey player names. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Eric, Eric Forsberg and Eric Modine. I'm like, oh, it's, it's starting lineup for the, for the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they're good. I don't, you know, I don't listen to them a ton, but like I'll put it on every now and again. A lot of these Swedish bands, it's kind of funny we spoke about it during the Peacemaker episode, and James Gunn has has fished a few bands like this out of obscurity and and gave them a bit of a stage. Um, and I thought I'd just do the same with Wildness. Yeah, they're going on tour with with Crazy Licks. Dude, I mean, Colin and I'll be there. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I would, I would, I would check that out too. We, we should put money together to make the middle-aged metalheads present the music of Sweden and have great <laughs> crazy licks. I'm in. Come over and headline. I'm gonna talk to those guys. I mean, how much <laughs> yeah. could it cost, really? I'll be roadie. I'll move all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some of the pictures live, and and these are just like little local venues. They're not. Uh... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is like a lot of these bands, they don't really play much outside of Europe. They do a lot of those festivals, you know, that they'll they'll have the festivals in Germany or whatever and they'll just hop over there and play a slot and go back to Sweden and, and sort of do their thing. Um go back to their day jobs. Yeah, I mean they've got they have a handful of records. I I think they're pretty good. They are good man. I mean this is definitely, you know, there's always somebody who's who brings like a, a a great pick to to a potluck and and john i think for this round right now it's i think it might be you there this we is, go breaking out the toothpicks this Dude, is somebody, flash drive worthy without a doubt somebody brought go. i went to a thing on on saturday and somebody brought the the that um buffalo chicken dip oh uh, but michael's gonna beat me right now uh, uh, i disagree so so for for my sampler no. platter here uh you're gonna have a little uh, taste of uh summertime metal jam so i put together like a a longer list but i of the list i, I selected uh, three and of course here we have to of course begin with the classic y&t hit summertime girls straight out of san francisco california so my wife hates y&t she hates summertime girls and yet i married her and anyway. i can't i can't wait to meet your wife wow i feel like we're gonna high five over things. <laughs> and then and then we're gonna have a talk about about weekend metal but this 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 again first appeared on their uh 85 uh live record open fire and it was the, the one uh, uh studio track and it became like an immediate hit and it's, it's still something you're going to hear on classic radio and certainly on Hair Nation. It's just, it's almost like just a perfect summer junk food treat. You know, just think how big they could have they could have made it if this was like the second track to come off the Secret of My Success soundtrack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did this land on any soundtracks? 
It must be on a I, I would be completely unsurprised if it did. Yeah, I'm sure a blade has probably shown up a little bit more, but, you know, at the time, yeah, A&M wasn't doing shit for wine. Well, it's in Peacemaker. Okay, that's, that's true. true. Right? Okay, yeah. so, but so yeah. there, you know, that, that's, that, that just tells you, it's like, let's recuperate a little bit of Y&T, too. Just like they recuperated Hanoi Rocks, for whatever reason. Uh, oh, it was in, um, hold up, hold up, I got it. Real Genius. Real Genius? Okay. Apparently. Okay. Now you There's know. a nice 4K version of Real Genius on the way. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, you can you can watch that section where that song comes in for 14 seconds I, over and over. 14 <laughs> seconds. Where uh, they like open the door and the guy's like, buzz off, nerd, and this song is playing in the background. Man, it's just in there diegetically. It's not even like set aside for like the set mood. No montage. But but again, this this kind of also signaled a little change in YMT sort of strategy. They want they, they were kind of like you know, you could, you could hear a lot more keyboards in here, the emphasis on sort of like pop harmonies and melodies. Um, and certainly this this record that, that, that it appeared on first, Down for the Count, was a, a bit of a disappointment because uh, it, it kind, of, kind of is their last record with A&M. A and if and, these guys had any money, I think Huey Lewis would have sued them for that keyboard part. <laughs> well, at least they don't have a sax solo in it, so that's a plus. <laughs> I think Johnny Cola could add a lot to this song. Plus, uh, they were probably neighbors with Huey Lewis in the <laughs> Bay Area. Probably. They probably hung out at the same bars. Huey Lewis is telling him right now, he's like, man, I got to tell you, Dave, you just do these uh, do these pharmaceutical tours, man. <laughs> just need one song about drugs. There you go. All right, so that wraps up our first round there. First yep. round. Coming so around now, midnight. So now it's midnight. It's midnight. It's time to get. It's time to get it on. So this is the super group. Hell yeah! Super. And it's I a mean, super group. Uh, who's in the super group? They're a group. <laughs> well, Chad Gray. He came from. Uh, oh, see, darn it. Uh, y and just, just like the Wilberry. Mudvayne. Sorry. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, you won't you won't miss the purpose of this song. Who's the bassist? Uh, who is the bassist? Billy Sheehan. Oh no, they're not playing Shy Boy. Obviously, it's they not are, Billy Sheehan. Not. Kyle Sanders. Kyle from, Sanders. Uh, they're they're all from Nothing Player, Slipknot, and Seven Dust. Okay. Wow. All right. So this is what called drink, drank, drunk. Yep. It's, it's all about being a real out of control person at midnight when your shirts are off, the fire's completely too high because somebody threw a whole bunch of wood and lighter fluid on it. And everybody, everybody is completely housed. This is like, I can just say Andrea going, John, what the heck is going on? Colin brought, Colin brought jello shots. Yeah, Colin, Colin brought Vinny Paul and dime back to the house. Exactly. Now remember, this is after you've had the moonshine. This is what moonshine does to you. This is that hell yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Vinnie Paul was the drummer. Well, and Dimebag was in hell yeah too, correct? No, he was in Damage Plan. Damage Plan. Yeah, and after he passed, Vinnie created hell yeah. Got it, got it. There was a bass player named Bob Zilla. (laughs) 
Bobzilla. Yeah, Bobzilla. Okay. His real name is Bob Robert Kakahaha. Kakahaha. They just sold Vinnie Paul's house in Texas not long ago with the pool shaped like a Crown Royal bottle. <laughs> Very nice. They yeah. probably could have sold off the pool. Not where it was, no. no. Right. So I've <laughs> seen the bedroom. I've seen these guys a couple times at various festivals, and I'll tell you what, the crowd does exactly what you think they're going to do right now. Bang their heads. They're going to get, the, they mosh the crap out of this stuff. Yeah, I kind of, now tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like this is definitely like, this is like Guido metal. Like, you show up to this dude, there's a lot of Axe body spray going on. <laughs> I don't think so. Is that it's, a thing? It smelled like metal? beer and whiskey and weed. I know that. There's a lot of dudes like high five and with bloody noses at the end of this game. I, I, I just see like a lot of dudes showing up dressed like Phil out at Selmo and just sort of like, you know, doing the walk thing. Not, you know, not, not in track suits. <laughs> golden. No, not that kind of Guido. Just like, you know, like, like polo shirts with the sleeves ripped off. And all, all tatted up. That's a totally, that's that's totally a different vibe, man. That's, like, uh, that's going to start trending now. Like sunglasses on the back of their head. Oh, hell. Okay. Or the sunglasses on the brim of the hat. On the brim of the hat, yeah. yeah. Backwards. I, <laughs> um, no, I don't think that's the crowd. Yeah. Well, it I sounds see, like I, I see a lot of wallet chains and combat boots. Oh, very I much am. so. All right. Let me say so. So that's midnight in my, at my party. Man. There you go. Right on. Right on. That's fading out here. And it's a here. long fade, which, you know, I'm not a big fan. Nah, I Especially know. when you got that kind of music with those kind of riffs. Like, you could have just like... Yeah. 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 You know? Well, blame the producer. Yes. So I, I get to, my track here is a little callback. Right? It's a little callback to, uh, to a gig that I went to a couple of months back with the old exploiter. Exploited. Um, and a song called USA, which was uh, covered by Mr. Bungle. We saw them up in Brooklyn right before the pandemic hit. And it was a big uh, crowd crowd pleaser up there with uh, Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo backing up Mike Patton on USA by The Exploited. And um, it's a little more of that, like, uh, you know, the party's going on, people are having fun, kind of not paying attention. And then Andrew goes, Shut what song is this? And he goes, that's USA by Exploited. What's he saying in the chorus, though? I, I don't know. I can't quite make it out. <laughs> you see Collins handing out jello shots again. <laughs> he, just, he just set the hot tub on fire. <laughs> but in sticking with my, my rebel kind of troublemaker July 4th hot luck, it's definitely saying fuck the USA. Is that, is that what he's saying? He's got that Scottish totally accent, so I can't always understand what he's saying. Yeah. But the that might be it. Yeah. yeah. Or he's saying Yankee Doodle Dandy or something like that. Well, he, you know what's funny is that is the song is, is not new, right? It's, it's an older tune. And for that reason, he's saying things like, there's nothing nice to say about the USA. You go to the hospital and you have to pet. Right, he's criticizing essentially everything about being in the United States. <laughs> you know, kind of like this ain't the land of milk and honey because all they want is money, 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 um, nuclear bombs, and all that stuff. You know, very much Reagan era stuff, but uh, I think it still lands with the uh, the folks who are kind of walking around 
you know, expensive neighborhoods with their middle fingers high in the air. Um, where, where, where are these guys from? The exploited? Uh, Scotland. Oh, they're from Scotland. Okay. Yeah, it's a track's about right. Yeah. <laughs> the dollar is the language that they all speak, and they don't really bother about that radiation leak. Okay. You know. Got it. Yeah. Because uh, you know, what I'm got, definitely got a good energy to it. It's you know it's what? It's, it's I I freaking love punk music. I love punk rock. I loved it when I was a kid. I love playing it. I love going to the shows and mixing it up in the pit and, and jumping around like an idiot. It's super fun to play. I mean, if I had the time and the energy at my developing age, for fun, I would totally have a punk band. It just... You can just do do your... You know, get your message across. Me- message is the premise here. And I think that that's... Uh, it's admirable. Because nobody sits around and goes, oh, the explorer, dude. They really can't play. They talk about the lyrics. They talk about the mission. Yeah. I think that's important. Woo! That was intense. I know. I that goes really well after my song. That's quite a nice mix. All right. And Wonder what's next. What's next is a band from India called Girish and the Chronicle. Keeping okay. with my theme of some international bands, uh, I, I decided to dig into to the Indian metal scene a little bit deeper after we had Against Evil on the show. And these guys, uh, they have three albums. Um, they just put out a new album, actually. They have a new album called Hail to the Heroes. Um, it can get their, their music. I don't know about this song so much, but their music can get like a little bluesy. Like like a rock band, but with like a little bit of a blues edge, like a almost like a dirty honey, that that sort of thing. Very Tesla. Yeah, you never guess they're coming out of India. No. I like the guitar work. The the pictures on their website looks like if um, if like Death Angel and Testament got together and formed a super group. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do. They look, look super tough, right? Yeah, their look belies their sound. They got like, like jean sure. jackets and leather and like and, long and you hair. know what's funny, David? Like they just had there was a uh, there was a festival that just happened in Switzerland, and Corner was supposed to play, and they dropped off the bill, and yeah. these guys took their spot. It's amazing. Can you yeah. imagine going thinking you're going to see Corner and these guys come on? <laughs> this was more for Colin, melodic. Ah, nice. dude, I'm digging this, man. Yeah. You brought a lot of gifts to my party. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's funny, man. The guys who are doing these throwback tunes, like the last, uh, the the Swedish band you just brought, and these guys. I know there's like it's not tongue in cheek, but it's like you know a little bit of a tribute to these '80s styles. They're doing it much better than most of those. Yeah, guys. they're yeah. doing it better, and there's a precision to it. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, like they it's like they've studied something that wasn't ever meant to be studied <laughs> like, yeah it's well, yeah, i mean what's the old you know the old saying is you know and we're not calling you know necessarily hair metal dudes pioneers but pioneers get slaughtered right they're yeah. the guys putting the new ideas out there these guys benefit from volumes and they look who failed and why they look at like a enough Zenough, who we know are great musicians and even like live they do like an unplugged sect and they're killer but they were kind of too deep in it 
Pretty good right? solo here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. They were like too deep in it to kind of see the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? They couldn't really refine their sound because the influences were like just squeezing them, you know, packing them into a tiny little space. Whereas these new bands can really kind of take their time and pick apart pieces, and they're doing it so well. Yeah, they also, they don't have the pressures, you know, along the lines of what you were just saying. They're not in a system. They don't have a record company breathing down their neck. They don't have to get a single out. You know, we talked to the guys in Against Evil, they all have jobs. And they're like, we play metal just because we love it. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes back to what I was saying about Y&T having been kind of pushed over the barrel there to kind of like alter their sound. And then you go forward a good 30 years or so and you see bands coming to this music. And again, this is not, we were talking about the musicianship of like punk rock music where it just seems like any lout with a, with a guitar and an amp could just like be in a band. But this is like some talented shit and you know, it, whether or not you like this sort of like really polished and tasty pop hard rock, like it's not easy to just like, just just sit down in your bedroom and do this. Uh, so that's a, that's a, that's a good uh, recommendation there, John. Gareesh and the Chronicle. Yep. Yeah, I bet they're killer live too. I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going to this game. Be good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, very much enjoyed that. Michael. Well, continuing my theme of hot metal summer. Continuing is- Michael's theme of let's make a playlist for John. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's not. It's not a summer party without Sammy Hagar. It could be that way. And, and here we got uh, summer nights by Van Hagar off the 5150 record straight out of 1985 and you know if you've heard this song once and uh, you've since now probably heard it a million times and it's, or, uh, or, or almost once it's what? almost once but this is my favorite Van Hagar tune without a doubt really? This is okay. every, it's, it's Eddie, it's Sammy, it's the chorus, it's, it's Alex it's the whole thing to me this yeah. is their. This is that. They've got band. a bit of a different sound. Eddie plays a Steinberger on this song, which he didn't that often. Otherwise, yeah, it's, 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 got, it's got that that electric buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, definitely the, the 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 chorus really sells the song. The, the the verse lyrics are a little misogynistic and lame, but you know it's 1985 Van Hagar, so like we're down at the fishing hole, Mike. Yeah, where all the girls are biting good tonight. Yeah, you know. Welcome to rock and roll. Hey. We want to have some fun with them human toys. We hey, just hey Michael, Michael, look at this experiment loosen, on David. Loosen, right loosen up my zippers, would you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Red Rocker. Look. Red Rocker, Red Rocker. But uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, a, a great party song. And, you know, it uh, just, it again kind of captures the whole sort of mood of like summertime outside barbecue beach park music whatever wherever you're at just sort of like the friends and a cold one or two or three and crank it up these are the songs they come on at parties they may like we need to we need to go cause some trouble now <laughs> we need to go get the exploited out <laughs> i go get, go get pete and be like pete we gotta go we gotta go do something. Let's it go is piss nice in, to watch someone go piss in the 5150 in real time. 
Yeah, so many great things about this song. I, like I said, to me, this is just the ultimate summer song. I was glad it made the, the playlist. Sammy just, still plays it, yeah. 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 Yep, we played when we saw him recently. It's just, it's such a great, great track. Mm-hmm. Everything just meshes perfectly. Yeah. Okay, listen to him and Michael Anthony hit those, those choruses there. Definitely a crowd pleaser. Is it? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, like they start playing this song and people start cheering. So panties yes. get wet. Yes. That's just fifty-one fifty tour. They played in San Francisco like four nights in a row. They played this song four nights in a row. And they absolutely did. Mm-hmm. They only had one record. They played like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this was ever released as a single or anything, though. I don't think it was. Yeah, I, think you know, it was I don't think tracks. so either. There weren't that many singles on 5150. Really? Just Dreams and... Uh, what, Why dreams? Can't This Be Love? Yeah, maybe those two, right? Love Comes Walking In, wasn't that a, a release that? Yeah, Love Walks In was a single too. Summer Nights was a single, actually. I thought, they had, like, four, right I thought they had like four singles from that record. Okay. Yeah, it, it went to number 33 on the chart. Oh, 33, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. A little high. Oh, Best of Both Worlds was a single too. Oh, uh, yeah. So I guess there were, there was five. I didn't know about this one. Best of both. Yeah, those were the those were the 12. four I thought came off of this. Yeah, Dreams. I don't remember those playing on FM radio, or it, certainly they didn't, they didn't get any play on MTV because well, it sounds like uh, sounds like Sammy singing on FM radio. Well, I yeah, I mean, also this was an album that went to number one more so than a singles oriented approach. Yeah. Hmm. Six times platinum in the U.S. of A. Yeah. Not too shabby. I was probably listening to some other record that came out, some other better record that came out that year. <laughs> Ooh, what would that have been? Oh, um, like like Shy Boy's fifth release. <laughs> you love you love making fun of Billy Shin. Come on, dude. Like the second Keel record came out that year. <laughs> <laughs> the song Fourth of July. Dude, like the fifth Keel record kind of come out. <laughs> Who cares? Actually, it would have been the third. The third, you know. Uh, you know, All right, Colin, set All the right, scene. So, so now it fades out. So now it's 2 a.m. Oh Everybody's completely hammered, and somebody talks about the dude that's not at the party because he's gone. Something happened. Everybody starts telling stories about the guy that they're missing. They all put their arms around each other. The bro hugs start, and you have to raise your horns. You have to, you have to salute the people that couldn't be there, pour one out kind of thing, and you simply start at the top of your lungs, Talking about meeting where the beer runs and never ends, and this is a monomarth with raise your horns. Nice. Okay. Yeah, like a whole sort of narrative arc going there. With I, I do. Yeah. So this is this is the one. This is the one you're singing as you stumble down the street yeah. on your way home. I sometimes wake up with the lyrics of this song stuck in my head. Got scary. Well, they're Vikings, you know. Yeah, I think probably for like your 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 closer, you could have like Megadeth, Wake Up Dead. <laughs> we could all like gather around the the fire pit, pour one out. That's what I'm saying. Cut ourselves. Yeah. Can't do the vocals. Okay, really? Nah. I go back and forth with this band. You know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I go back and forth with these guys. I I think that they're I don't I don't I don't get them. 
You know, I just, I don't get where they're coming from. Sweden. No, I get that part. <laughs> like, I don't get what kind of, like, what, what, what flags are you flying, dude? Like, he's a Viking. He's flag? talking about beer. I, and I just don't get it. Like, I look at the and records and I'm like, are you guys dirty? Like, evil? Are you not evil? Are you? You're kind of like a man of war, but like, uh, without the loincloth? Basically, yeah, and, and, and of course, without the melodic songs. Yeah, like I, I, I'm gonna sound like an idiot when I say this, but like, I feel like I'm gonna go to this gig and there's gonna be a lot of people there I would not want to hang out. When I when I saw them, they were with Megadeth and they were with Havoc and Metal Church, and people loved them. They yeah, they they had yeah. a big ship on stage and oh everybody's gosh. everybody's doing what I said. I mean. <laughs> Like a, like a full-on yeah, Viking, full Viking ship was on the stage, and he sang on the drawbridge and on the top of the boat. I want, somebody to make a, I want somebody to make a movie where there's Vikings, and the Vikings have a metal band on their ship. <laughs> yeah, and they're all dressed like this, and he has his horn, and he's singing, and he's, raise your horns, raise them up. I mean, come on. This is a tribute to all of our brothers, man. This is the people that are there, the people that aren't there. The love that, that guys share when they're drinking, night's almost over, everybody's completely hammered. Right. This you can it's, it's we've, all, we've all been there. It's it's cold at night, <laughs> cuddle up. Yeah. It's, it's eat and eat. And now and eat and eat and talk about lo- our loin to, loin to home. And now you got a chant. Butts to nuts, let's cuddle up, boys. It'll be a cold <laughs> night on the ship. Yeah. Michael and I know that one of his parties sometime at Sellers, so we're gonna get to this point. And we're going to be singing this. I, I, I have, I have everybody, in the, everybody in the hot tub. <laughs> everybody, get old, get in the hot tub because tomorrow we fight. Is it getting warmer in here? I didn't notice anything. <laughs> I'm hurt, John. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put on some of this tomorrow. Just put it on the background. See if it like seeps in. Okay. It's, Ju- it's July 5th, dude. This is tradition. There you go. I'm scared, dude. I'm, I'm not down with this man. <laughs> they want you to raise your horns a lot, and they're not even talking about like. I liked it better when I could uh, drinking horns. I'm I liked it better scared. when I couldn't understand it's what you were saying. No, not scared. Just like uh, it's not really the word I'm looking for, but it's like as soon as all, all of a sudden I could understand what he was saying, and it just sounded stupid. Yeah, he's like we are to <laughs> Like oh man. I like yeah, it just, better when I couldn't understand you. <laughs> Peering over your stein at Gimli, nodding. <laughs> you could almost hear the sea shanty in it creeping out. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm okay with a good sea shanty. But... All right, this must be a David pick here. This is my pick, yeah. So this is, I love, I love, 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 love Fishbone, right? Fishbone, any day of the week, can be a ska band. They can be a metal band. They can be a pop band. They got great vocals, great arrangements. But one of the things they are best at is laying out like really heavy topics in really fun songs. And this song, Mon Pa, uh, which I think originally was on Truth and Soul, which if you're not down with Truth and Soul, that's a great record. Uh, T to B, as Dr. Stamps would say. Uh, but this song is super fun. Just talking about like a messed up family. Uh, mostly because of the parents, and uh, there's some trumpets in there. You got you got your ska bass and guitar parts. 
What a great song. Man, I love Fishbone. I think the first time I heard Fishbone was in Tapeheads. Yeah, they, they definitely have like a lot of good energy. I think the, the, the record that I got I got into was uh, The Reality of Our Surroundings, which again, like really kind of socially conscious stuff. And, and again, like a good vibe. You know, it's not, you know, it definitely makes you think, but it also makes you want to shake your butt. Yeah, I mean, that was their, that was their, um, that was the record that got them on, on MTV. Right, with Every, Everyday Sunshine and some other hits. We saw them on that tour, or maybe just before that tour, uh, at Fast Lanes and Mucky Pup opened up. Uh, Fast Lanes 2 in Asbury Park. We uh, we drove past Billy Joel's house on our way to the gig. And the thing that I remember the most was that Mucky Pup was good, and I didn't expect them to be good, because the only thing I knew about Mucky Pup was that they were the band from Billy and the Boingers. They were the band that was on the Flexi that came with the Boone County record, You Stink But I Love You. (laughs) Um, They were way better than I thought they would be. Um, And then Fishbone came on, and I may have told this story before. They came out to the Sanford and Son theme, and we were all just, you know, that was back when, like, everybody, whoever could get, like, the, the most, like, obscure yet clever reference into a gig or into a song you know you'd be like oh they're coming out to fat albert or whatever um but they came out to no they came out to fat albert not not sam Sun. we came out to sam Sun. they came out to fat albert and we thought that was super cool and they started playing and uh i remember i just i drank all the beer i had money for and between me and my friends we like smoked all the cigarettes we had and all the everything anybody else had and they just kept playing and it was like three hours later i'm like please stop just <laughs> no, stop playing. i just want to go home <laughs> out of money or out of smokes i just want to go home and i was in asbury park so i was like two hours away sleeping i think i wound up sleeping on somebody's floor uh at like rutgers or something oh oh yeah Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, back yeah. back with some some international dessert for y'all. I'm buying this tomorrow morning. This is a band called Bomber. This is a brand new band. Also from Sweden. They're on Napalm Records. And uh they just put out an album called Nocturnal Creatures. Uh yeah, you know, not not unlike my first Swedish pick, really. I mean, uh, obvious '70s and '80s influences, but uh, I think they've got a really good sound. Love it. Yep, I'll be on Bandcamp tomorrow looking these guys up. Yeah, they're on Napalm Records, so right, I, you can just get their records direct. They only have the one. Black Pants Magic. I love the choruses like this. I really do. I live for big sugary choruses. They're good. Yeah, you could you could just see all the Swedes just like kind of going like kind of like nuts over this. I could just imagine like tomorrow after he downloads this and puts it on a USB drive, like Colin just popping the, the. the roof back on his car and his hair blowing. Absolutely. Half of that is right. <laughs> well, you can stand on your head. 
that the sunroof will be open. <laughs> sunroof will be open, but the hair won't be blown. You take your shirt off and have your back hair blown in the breeze. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the beard will be flowing. Yes. Uh, get the home pride split. I appreciate you bringing these three to us, John. This is nice. I'm mad, dude. You went all like. <laughs> this time next year, people will be like, "Oh, make sure you invite John." <laughs> yeah, see, he brought the he brought he brought brisket, and he also is the guy who brought the buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> you believe that? And a tasteful bottle of wine for my wife. Well, again, I just, I tried to Dave, find some songs. David brought Jägermeister. Yeah. <laughs> that, that even I didn't know very well. Um, I knew, I knew of, uh, I knew of the first band I brought, but like uh, Garish and this band I found just this week while digging around. So. Michael's I, still I, sleeping on the back porch. <laughs> I, in the past, have uh, been very guilty of not seeking out new music uh, and just going back to the well. Uh, so I, I tried to dig a little deeper, and uh, these bands are pretty good. Yep, there's a lot of good stuff out there, but that's that's the trick. You gotta you gotta be able to like, uh, you know, maybe not Pandora, but uh, my, my my good sort of like find music hack is like find a song like this one here that you like, let it play on the Apple app. And it'll continue to like get you some more shit in the same vein, and it's like I'm always like surprised, like, wow, this is like really good. Like I never heard of this. Yeah, I have that feature turned off because I'm always listening to Tesla. I don't listen to any of that crap. <laughs> All right, I think we're somebody's already beginning to like. Uh, package up all the leftovers yeah. this we, is what we we and uh, back at rock hill road we always had the get out of the house song this must be that right <laughs> oh anytime king texas played could be seven o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon oh, would you look at the time <laughs> yeah, so here, here i bring you the the, the, the party closer by texas band uh, but so, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, raise my horn somewhere hit, else. Go uh, hit the rusty old trail there. <laughs> yeah. this, this this is this is a great gem of a song off of their uh, Gretchen goes to Nebraska record. So uh, again, three piece uh, out of Texas. And they just have great great harmonies and a great sound. Uh, you know, all kind of anchored by bassist lead singer Doug Pinnock. It's, uh, it's again. This is a song. It's a little. It's a much more sort of mournful thought of like what uh, what summer's like. Mostly about like summer being over, coming to an end. Hmm. There's just so many things I can't stand about this band. <laughs> Such as. I like that dude's hair. What the heck you is the like name? What? What's this? What's the name of this record supposed to even mean? It's you know it's called Gretchen goes to Nebraska. I got that. I don't know. What's it supposed to mean? I don't know. I don't know. What is it? It's the Megatherion supposed to mean? It means the Great Beast. Okay. Yeah. And so on the cover of the record, that. and on the cover, there's a Great Beast using Jesus as a slingshot. Totally the Geiger one. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This on the other hand, Gretchen goes to Nebraska. That's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm staring at this record when it came out, right? 
And I'm like, is this supposed to mean something? Like, I remember when I realized what people meant when they said, see you next Tuesday. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Gretchen goes to it. Does that mean something? I don't think it means anything like that, you know. Samantha. Well, no, because it's just G-G-T-N. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. And it's like, you know what? I feel like the music is just this side of accessible already. And I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. You're not, you're not trying to connect with me here. Right? It's called I'm Gretchen not. Goes. It looks like the cover of like a D&D module. I think, it, but I think it's definitely a record that if you spent uh, a couple listens, you'd, you'd, you'd come to appreciate what, uh, what King's X does and what they do really well. Mm. They got a new record coming out. And they're on. They're on the road this summer. Mm. They're coming to Sellersville. Well, oh, when here. are they coming? Uh, they're going to be here next month, I think. Next month, I don't know. Everything's. It seems like everything's a month away. I have to check. Have to check it out. July 29th, Sellersville Theater, King's X. Hmm. One night only, David. Yeah. What night is that? Friday uh, night. Friday night. This Friday. When? Uh, 29th. Drums, please. Dave's what? busy. Of, of, of July? <laughs> David, the 29th of July. Oh, I'm at a conference. Nice. Does King's X know that? Uh, I'll let him know. Okay. So uh, it, on, you know, on the on like the, this, on the what Wikipedia our al- algorithm page. has then kicked us now is something called Ravens Fly By. Yeah, I, get by I got I got hidden. Uh, so gonna... This is on the page for that record. It says the name of the record started as a joke. They were talking about silly album titles, and somebody said Gretchen goes to Nebraska, and they named the record that. And then they told the guy who said that, and he didn't remember saying. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always thought it was like a sort of like inversion of you know Dorothy in Kansas in some way. But uh, maybe that's just uh, thinking too deeply about shit that maybe doesn't necessarily require that. I just feel like this stuff is too important to have like arbitrary things like that happen. Well, you know, David, it's just it's just music and it's art. They've let me down. So I, I actually I put together my own Spotify list of uh, heavy metal, uh, you know, uh, summer songs. So of course people want to know like what they could possibly be. Uh, you could just you could just search it on uh, on Spotify. But uh, definitely check out Blue Cheers version of Summertime Blues. That's that's a good one. Uh, really? No shit. Yeah, that's that's some real dirty shit. That's like proto metal there covering the Eddie Cochran song and uh and of course a good, a good sort of like i think that the song that you should just like have on your sort of uh, uh alarm to wake you up uh, feel good hit of the summer by queens of the stone age it's like now i'm ready to wake up i'm gonna tell you if i'm gonna listen to summertime blues and it's not the eddie cocker version i think i'm going to the brian setzer version from the la bamba soundtrack yeah so that's so that when I forget to change the record, it goes right into Who Do You Love by, by Bo Diddley. 
Right, yeah. But And then when I'm like in the bathroom getting a shower or something, it goes right into a bunch what, what of What Cheer does to Eddie Cochran is kind of like what Jimi Hendrix does to, to Bob Dylan. It's like, let's get some like real greasy, fuzzy guitars up in this shit and let's uh, let's bring it into a whole new generation of uh, young music listeners. Yeah. Oh. Right. Cheer. Things extra sold out at the cellars. Oh, see, darn, darn, darn. Sold out. Oh, for you gosh, got, Don, Don. You gotta, you gotta know somebody to get a ticket, man. I know this person. Sellers <laughs> will. I don't know anybody that sells Now the Sherman Theater, right? And the and the associated uh, drinking establishments on either side, all the way down that <laughs> road. I know a couple of those. Guys yeah. See, there you go. You're you're all networked in. Yeah. Nice. All right. Any further comments on our summer get-together, 4th of July? Well, you, know, you know where my story ends. I'm, I'm you know, passed out in the gutter. That's right. <laughs> yeah. half, 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 half naked and probably with a bloody nose. Somebody, somebody followed Colin's car home. Somebody else drove and just left him in his driveway. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a good Ain't song. Ain't the first time. <laughs> you should put together a good Spotify list for that call. I'm like, there's a good one by the Drive-By Truckers. It's called uh, On the Fourth Day of My Drinking. Like it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a real dark and funny kind of narrative. Uh, but like Drive-By Truckers, like really mostly on the dark side. Right. Uh, okay. Who's taking us home? Since uh, it's July 4th still, and I'm in Phil, Philadelphia, uh, I'll take some. Okay. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have enjoyed drinking our way through a potluck number two on July 4th, 2022. On behalf of Michael Stamps, John Harden, Colin Bosler, the Metal Lord, and myself, David Timoney, in Philadelphia, Thank you again for listening. Please check us out on Instagram, Metal Podcast. Please check us out on, uh, what's that, Twitter, at M-A-M-H Pod. And, of course, on Facebook, search for Middle-Aged Metalheads, the one with the hyphens in between. And join us for all those offline and online antics. We will see you next time. <laughs>